righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. Tell them ratchets to sit down. Ratchet. Becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Prince of People. Lord. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Angela Yee is late. Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Yesterday was an amazing day. It was the first annual National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. Drop one of those bombs for us. You know, uh, all the focused and faithful of the world. When I walked in, one of our producers, Taylor, said that you look very lathered this morning. I said, that is the glow of a focused and faithful black male. You sure did say that. That's all That's all that is, okay? I had a very action-packed day yesterday, though. You and me both. What you what? do? What you had to do? Uh, I did a bunch. I was on CNN on Aaron Burnett's show. Mm-hmm. Um, salute to Aaron. What else did I do yesterday? I did her Hassan Minaj's show on Netflix, uh, Patriot Act. And um, I had a screening last night. For the new movie Emmanuel, okay, uh, executive produced by by Viola Davis and Steph and Steph Curry, and it's about the shooting that happened at Emmanuel Amy Church in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. which uh, is very um very very hard to watch. I could imagine if you think when they see us was hard to watch. Lord have mercy. Goodness gracious, my God! The only difference between when they see us in, in uh, the, the Emmanuel documentary is that you you really only want to kill one person. Just the, just the, and that's, the one guy. that's Dylan Roof. Dylan you know Roof. what I'm saying? Right. When, when, you, when you watch those other films, sometimes you just want to go to war with all the white supremacy. In that film, you just really want to really see that little boy, you know, hurt. And, and you then, still, you know, you owe South Carolina a, fish fry, uh, a fish fry. Yes. Because you said... We, we were going to do a fish fry. I was well, with the DJ. When he gets executed. Okay, all right. Which well, could be, you know, years from now. Okay, all it's right. It's not like I don't do things in the hometown all no, the time. No, I'm just saying, we we, we, we we said we were going to do a fish fry when they execute the man, and I'm supposed to DJ. That so is I, true. I'm, I'm waiting to put that on my calendar. But you but you got, but you, I mean, listen, you should see Emmanuel. It's a very good movie, and I'm going to tell you what, what else. does it come out? It comes out next week, because next next week is the four-year anniversary of uh, the shooting. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't even sound right saying it that. four-year anniversary, but next, it's four years since the shooting. Mm-hmm. But... But the beauty of this film mm-hmm. is it brings it back around to the forgiveness part, which I have yet to grasp because, you know, it shows all the family members forgiving him Correct. at the bond hearing. I, I, I can't get to that place. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't make you weak because you can't forgive in that place because there's, there's many people that I just, Absolutely. I cannot, I will not forgive. I mean, Absolutely. it doesn't bother me, but I just don't forgive you. I don't want to forgive you. Now, mind you, all the families, I don't want to give too much away, but all the families don't forgive me. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got one brother on there that like, F that, he killed my mama. He can rot in hell. I'm with him. You know, I, I feel him. I'm with I, him. I feel him. Some people him. can forgive and say, oh, it's okay, we'll, we'll move on. And Nah, I'm, yes. I'm not like that. But salute to Reverend Clemente Pinky, Pink, Pinky's wife, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer, and mm-hmm. uh, Rose. They were there yesterday at the screen, and we did a Q&A after it. But yeah, it was, it was it's, it's something. It's something else. Okay. And also, um, you know, shout out to uh, two young men by the name of Chris and Daniel. You know, I do these seminars, and sometimes during the seminars, I hear somebody's story, and we pick two people or pick somebody out out of the seminars and say, we're going to teach you 
one-on-one how to actually get into real estate. So yesterday we picked, uh, uh, well, not yesterday, but a couple of weeks ago, there was two men that we picked up. They came to the office yesterday, and we actually drove them around looking at properties for them. First, we made sure their credit was good, that their credit was over 750. Both their credit scores are over 750. And now we're at the process of finding cribs and getting them pre-approved. So yesterday I was driving all over Jersey looking at different cribs for them to buy to set up something for their future. You know, it's, it's not a, just about... Uh, myself and, and me making money, but also teaching my own community how to make money and how to create generational wealth and okay. how to make sure they're okay. So we took them out yesterday and looked at a bunch of cribs and hopefully we'll find something for them and teach them how to do it so they can, you know, ho- hopefully teach their community. So that's beautiful. That was pretty dope yesterday. Now, when y'all drive around, you season the two guys in one car? Yes. Is it an SUV? Yes. Okay. That's all you got? <laughs> no, it's a coupe. What do we do? Why? Why? Making sure everybody got enough room to, Why? you know, really have a conversation. Yes, so. we have enough room. And, okay. and shout to Caesar. He's actually down 34 pounds. Ooh, Sister Donnell Rollins in the view. Yes, Drop one of the bombs for fat shaming, baby. Oh, my <laughs> Call a man Big Punny changes his life. He's down 34 pounds. Hey. But it wasn't about that. It was about us hey. teaching the young men how to invest in real estate. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? I don't, I don't know. know. He's not, not here. All right. Well, we'll figure it, it out. Yeah, we're going to figure, figure it out when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You, you deserve a co- Michael Kors. My goodness. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee is out, so they threw me the front page news. So let's get into it. All right, well, Kevin Durant just confirmed what everyone was hoping wouldn't be true. He ruptured his Achilles in Game 5 of the Finals, uh, but he made it clear he wanted to play despite still recovering from a calf injury. So he had surgery yesterday. He said the surgery was a success, and now it's time for him to heal and get better. So hopefully we'll see him next year playing. I got faith in him. It won't be next season. It'll probably be the season after next. He's definitely probably going to miss next season. You think he'll miss the whole next season? Yeah, with, an, with, a, yeah. with, with a torn Achilles. I mean, I mean, a torn, a T-Boss, a left eye. What is it? Achilles. Achilles. A, a, a torn Achilles. Achilles. A, a torn Achilles. Yes. A killer. Yes. That. He definitely will be out for the year. Yeah, so hopefully he gets he gets a speedy recovery. Don't and the Warriors play okay. tonight? They play tonight, yep. All right, I, I got I got the Warriors in game six. Mm. I'm, it's a toss-up for me who's going to win the series, but I definitely got the Warriors tonight. Last game in Oracle Arena, you know, uh, playing inspired basketball. Yeah. Because of what happened to KD. Yeah. I got the Warriors tonight. Okay. Now, Nevada, shout out to Nevada. They passed the bill. They are the first state to ban employee drug tests for weed. So no longer, you know, how people have all these remedies where you got to drink tiger juice and this and that and the other stuff I to get the weed out your system. I haven't done that since I was on probation in the goddamn late 90s, early 2000s. What did you have to take? I used to take, uh, uh, it was called Cat's Claw. I used to take Golden Seal. Um, I, just, I just remember those two, Cat's Claw and Golden Seal I used to take. Really? And it really yeah. worked? I mean, I never failed a drug test. Never failed a drug test. I guess it did work. I guess. Well, in Nevada, like I said, Nevada is the first state to ban employee drug tests for weed, which is pretty cool. I thought that was dope. Which is also a hassle, too, by the way. Because, you know, it's so stressful. And that was back in the day before I knew how to really deal with my anxiety. So I'd be going crazy before I would have to go take these, you know, drug tests when I was on Mm -hmm. probation. So it's better to stop smoking. That is, yeah. That was the easiest thing. I was like, you know, I'd rather not smoke. All right. Well, Barbara uh, Corcoran, you remember who that is? From Shark Tank, big real estate person in New York City? 
that's the uh, old white woman that can, that prosecuted the Central Park Five, right? No, that is not the old woman. Who she is, is on Shark Tank. She's a huge real estate investor. I don't know her. in New York. Mm-mm. You don't watch Shark Tank, white woman? Yeah, but I don't know her. I know okay. Ma- I know Mark Cuban and Damon John on Shark Tank. It's two women on there usually. A, I've a never older seen white two women, women on Shark Tank. A, okay, all right. Well, her brother was found dead in a hotel room in the Dominican Republic. Okay, and that is saying the circumstances sound familiar to the sixth mysterious tourist death in the country over the past year, they said that her brother was in DR with a friend on vacation and they're saying he died of a heart attack but there's been no autopsy so they're saying it looks kind of foul. It might be some foul play. Let me be honest with you man, if you die in the DR over the next six months man, I'm looking at your dumb ass because why are you going over there when you're seeing what's everything's happening? You yeah. see what's going on in the DR. Something ain't right in the DR. Somebody got a curse on, on the DR right now, okay? So if you're going over there in the next six months and you happen to die, don't expect me to feel sorry for you. All right. Well, okay. that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is uh, Jesse. Jesse, what's up? Get it off your chest. I'd like to express some positivity. I would like for Charlemagne, if he could help me out and wish my wife a happy birthday today. She said that's all she wanted for her birthday was to hear uh, Charlemagne wish her a happy birthday. What's wow. her name? What's her name? Her name's Keisha. Hey, yo, Keisha, happy born day from Charlemagne the God, and I want you to want more for yourself on your birthday than a shout-out from me, okay? Tap your husband's pockets, you know what I'm saying? Make him dig a little deep. Oh, <laughs> yeah, great, thanks. Hey, are you are you, are you you a proud member of the Faithful Black Male Association, sir? Uh, yes, uh, brown, that's like, right. Like doodle brown? <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, brown, like Mexican men. Uh, oh, you know, brown, okay, 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 all the same. Thank okay. you, sir. Hi, brother. Hey. Phil! What's up, Envy? What's hey, up, Phil? Uh, what up, King? Hey, what's up? Hey, man. And I, I made it here now, too. Yeah, he's back. He's here. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I want to say, man, Charlamagne, how you let, uh, this is kind of old, but how you let Angela Rye disrespect Farrakhan like that on that podcast? Well, you know, I think everybody's entitled to their opinion, whether I agree with it or not. She's young. She's a test too, baby. You, and it's funny. Your logic, I don't understand how y'all get along. It's like you understand about her. And then it's funny because she tried to bring up Biden, but she's a Democrat and she's working for Biden. And she tried to dismiss it after the racist stuff he said come out of his mouth. I'm like... I don't know how y'all get along. Oh, listen, I, 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 if, if you if you think that, if you if you have friends in your life that you agree with everything that they say, then I would have to question if y'all are really friends. You know what I'm saying? I have, I have, I got, I, 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 and let the record show. Let, let the record show. Me and Angela Rye don't get along. That's my sister. Okay, that's my family. We 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 more than get along. That's 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 my partner right there. But thank you, Josh. What up, though? What up, though? Detroit. What's up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, you already know. Listen, man, I'm listening to you this morning talking about you ain't going to forgive. And there's just some people you're not going to forgive. But in reality, forgiveness ain't for them. It's for you. It's That's for you. A, yeah, they, they always say that. But I'd be, I be like, I'm good. So, so you mean <laughs> if somebody shoots your mother, Josh, you be all right? You just forgive them? Yeah, man. I've been uh-huh. through a lot, dog. I've been through people telling on me. I've been through people shooting at me. Everything. And mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute, know. wait a minute, wait a minute, you drug dealer. All right? <laughs> okay. No, no drug dealer, no drug dealer, man. Listen, so why, what was they telling on you for? 
why why you ain't say nothing to him? You always the one to stand up. That's the, that's for him. Say something to who? For what? DJ Envy. What? Like when he said he ain't forgiven, some people he ain't gonna forgive. It's the truth because like, I, because oh, because, because right before right before he said that, I specifically said I'm not in that place in my life where I can just forgive people yet either. I'm not. But I I understand what he's saying though, because it is to to have a, that hate in your heart for somebody is a burden more on you. I, it's not really a burden. Yeah, yeah. I don't it think is, about it, it but I just don't like him, and I don't want to f with him, and I don't ever want to yeah, think I, about him. If that's a problem, I mean, it's a problem. Energy right there that you give it to him that 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 you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Just forgive him and get it off. I think I, there, there was a good line in Emmanuel last night. Emmanuel was about the church shooting that happened in Charleston, South Carolina. There was a great line in it that the young lady said that people forgive when they've accepted they're not going to do anything about the situation that happened. Meaning that it, meaning that something like that happened and you ain't going to do nothing to the person anyway because you probably can't get to the person, so you just forgive the person because you're not going to do anything anyway. Nah, you know, and, and maybe that's part of the problem because I, I still want to do stuff. And maybe it doesn't have to oh be physically. Gosh. But I, I still want to hurt them where they can't work and they can't function. And, yeah. And, you know, people use energies for different reasons. I use that energy to push me to go harder. So that's just who I am. I'm and, sorry. And, and that's, why, that's why the lady said people forgive because they forgive because that, that, takes, that takes all uh, need for action out of your hands. Like you, you're, you're forfeiting the fact that you're going to do something to that person. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's your name? My name's Taz. Yeah, Taz, what's up? You said it's Pride Month and, and you want more lesbian representation on the radio? Yeah, we need that. We need that inspiration. We need that. We need to know that we're here. It's very important that we hear ourselves on the radio and that people hear us on the radio and that we just highlight in general. I'm a lesbian. I haven't heard y'all play. You know what? You can't be a lesbian. You like too much penis to be a lesbian. Okay? You're right, Taz. You are right, Taz. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you are right, Taz. <laughs> Anything else? But thank you, Taz. That's it. I'm going to leave that there. Just play some gay stuff, man. Get gay. Wait, right. what is gay? You know, yeah, like, what is that? What is that? Charlemagne. Charlemagne gay. You know what I mean? Not that gay. Like, get, like, happy gay. Like, let people, let us know that y'all know that we here. Who's a happier gay than me? Charlemagne is a happy you gay. You know what? I like, you know what? You got me there, man. But thank you, Taz. Tell me I ain't gay. Gay means happy. I can't tell. Johnny! Hey, what's going on? How you doing, sir? What's up, Johnny? Not much. What's up, Charlamagne? How you doing, sir? What up, King? How you? He's here now. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Hey, you welcome. Hey, good morning. You late, but we'll we'll work around that. <laughs> What's up? So I had a quick question for you, Envy. Yes, sir. Uh, so regarding uh, real estate, I've heard you helping out a couple of guys, and I want to commend you for all the great work you're doing with that. Oh, thank first you. First and foremost, but I was just one of those guys that don't have a 750 credit score, but I definitely would be interested in trying to get a little more educated on the real estate. What are you doing for people with a lower credit score like that? Well, what's your credit score? I'm like, in the, I'm, I'm like in the sixes, but not high sixes, low sixes. All right, well, what's low sixes? 620, 640? Six, close to 620, yeah. All right, well, we, we got to get your credit like score. Wow. Loans and stuff like that, right? But I want to do something other than the FDA or rural development loan. Yeah, I mean, you got to get your credit score up because interest rates will be a little high. Right now, interest rates are like almost damn near at an all-time low, like three, five, three, six. So... We got to get your credit card, bro. That's what we got to work on. Uh, how your bills? You got any foreclosures, any repos on your credit? No foreclosures. No repos. All right, then you're not that bad. No. Then you know, you hold on the line. I'll send you I over to either Jeannie Kelly or my man Jose. 
the credit dude, either or. Or you know what? You can hit the credit dude at the credit dude. That's my homie. Um, and I dude. and I'll tell him that that you hitting them, or you can hit Jeannie Kelly, either or. They'll help you out and make sure your credit's good money. I'm at work right now, so I know I ain't gonna remember all that. Yeah, right. hold on, hold Wait on. Wait a minute. How old are you, by the way? I'll be 50 this year, Charlamagne. You'll be 50. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Raise my family. All um, my kids are grown and gone now. Okay. They you- living check to check, you know. Do you own a home? Appointment. Nope. Me and my wife trying to buy now. Okay. All right. All right. I'll get you straight. Oh, hold on, all right? Yep. See, that's part of the problem. Part of the problem. Just think about it like this. He's 50 years old. He's never owned a home, probably because he couldn't afford it or he just didn't know the knowledge to get in a home. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to start teaching our brothers and sisters how to... to to, to get to the position where they could possibly buy a house and, and even a, an investment property. I'm going to help him out with his credit. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any given time. Yee! Yes. You got rumors ready or not yet? I'm ready. All right, what we got in the rumors coming up? Well, why don't you get your tissues ready? I'm going to read you the sweetest letter that was on social media. It's going to make you tear up a little. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We uh-uh. are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? It's Thursday. It's the weekend already, right? Yeah. Well, not the weekend. Nah, yet. nah. Just go ahead and claim Thursday. Yeah, the weekend. I can't do that yet. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Paul Pierce. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, looks like Paul Pierce has his own CBD line. It's called the Truth CBD Remedies, and it's targeted toward fellow athletes. Now, he says that CBD helped him kick his NyQuil addiction. And there's a lot of NBA, uh, former NBA players that have their own CBD lines, like Al Harrington. You know, Lamar Odom has his, Cliff Robinson, um, MMA fighters. Nate Diaz, Rampage Jackson have done the same thing. Some people say that the intended benefits of CBD is still unclear. It's still not proven. But as you know, Lamar Odom says it saved his life. And according to Paul Pierce, he says that just being an athlete, you get addicted to pain medications. He said in his case, he was dealing with severe neck pain because back in the early 2000s, he was stabbed severely. He dealt with a lot of chronic pain in his neck and back, and he was trying to find alternate remedies for this. And he was addicted to NyQuil and painkillers to fall asleep, and then CBD helped him kick that addiction. I, I love CBD. I've been telling y'all about CBD for some months now. I, I, I use a product. Uh, I use a bunch of products from Green Roads. I, I use the gummies. I put the drops under my tongue. I use the cream for my joints and my muscles. I do the syrup. I love CBD. I've been, right, been using CBD too, but I'm still not 100% what it does, the after effects are, so I try to stay it, away it, from anything. It eases my anxiety. Mm-hmm. It helps me to sleep well, and when my muscles and joints are sore from the gym, it numbs them right up. I'm like one of those guys that don't even like to take aspirin. Like, I'm just nervous about what you put in your body. Pause. All right, now I Mike like, Tyson. You like him? He has revealed sure. that he's launching a 407-acre cannabis resort. That's going to be amazing, and that's going to help actually with his cannabis company, Tyson Holistic Holdings, that he started three years ago. So he's selling marijuana strains, edibles, merchandise, and it has a festival venue and a lazy river, all kinds of things. So he's out here prospering. Now, he also is in GQ magazine, and he talked about smoking a drug that was derived from toad venom. And he said he was just freaking out. It's almost like you die and you're reborn. And people close to him say that experience changed him as a person and made him more vulnerable. And they are saying that that could actually help treat people with anxiety 
and depression, but it is illegal in a lot of places, so they don't have a lot of research because it's illegal. I've heard about that, places. where they boil like the toad mm -hmm. and then skim whatever comes up to the top and then drink it. Really? Is that it? Uh, I don't know. I've never tried it, but it's kind of like, and we've talked about shrooms before, you know, things like that and how people say psychedelics have those type of uh, effects on people. It, it can actually reset you and help you and be a part part of your therapy as so can, well. So can getting punched in the face. You get punched in the face, get knocked out, you wake up, reset. <laughs> That's a different reset. All, all right, now T.I. and John Ortiz, and you know John Ortiz from Fast and Furious, they're going to be actually starring in a Flint Water Crisis movie that Will Smith's Overbrook Entertainment is doing. So it's called Flint, and of course it is in Flint, Michigan. So that should be interesting to watch because that's still an ongoing situation. Yeah, I, I, how can you do a movie about an ongoing situation? Like, I mean, it's, I'm sure it'll be an interesting film, but I mean, it's, it's still something that's going on right now. Like, how do the people in Flint feel about that? Well, the movie is about a spiritually reformed ex-convict who finds himself in a murder mystery that's set upon by his ex-lover and a young mentee, but all of that is with the water crisis afflicting the community he grew up in. That's part of it as well. Oh, so it's not, okay, the whole movie's not based it's around not the water crisis. That, okay, yeah. got you. I think about the people of Flint all the time, and the reason I do is, you know, we sent so much there. But it, think about it. If you live in Flint and you see what America is doing for all these other nations and all mm -hmm. these other places, mm -hmm. and then you think about it, like, damn, what about home? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about where, you know, where we're from? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and, and their water's still left. Up. I say that all the time when people, you know, they, they, they say, oh, well, you know, look what's going on in this country. I was actually having this conversation uh, yesterday when it comes to Sudan. What's going on in Sudan is horrible, but, you know, it's hard to get people engaged here because they got their own crisis going on in their own backyard. Right. All right, now, congratulations to Cassie. Even though we've been hearing that she's pregnant, she's finally announced it on Instagram. She said, can't wait to meet our baby girl. Love you always and forever. And it's her and her boyfriend, Alex Fine. Mm. Now, he posted a letter, and he posted a letter both to Cassie and both to his unborn daughter. So he said, I will be the first man in your life and will show you the greatest love and affection now and forever. I never thought my heart could grow bigger after meeting your mother. Then I found out we were having you and I instantly felt a love that is so indescribable. I promise to be at every dance recital, concert, sporting events, school plays. Whatever you decide to do, I will be there and support you. I am your number one fan. I promise to be a man that you and your mother look up to and love. I will always listen and put the both of you first. I can't help but think of Diddy whenever I hear Absolutely. stories about uh, Cassie and Alex and I just sit back and I'll be like, damn, Cassie and Diddy really broke up, broke up. Like, but not only that. <laughs> well, he also posted a letter to Cassie. He said, I promise to always keep you and the child first. Nothing comes before you. I promise you will be showered in kisses and hugs every single day. I promise that I will be the best father slash baby daddy. He was the trainer that Diddy hired, bro. No. Yes, he yes, was the he trainer. Was. He was the trainer no. that Diddy hired. He yes. introduced him. No. He introduced him. Yes, yes. You didn't know that? I'm Diddy. I'm gonna hug you when I see you, bro. Nice, big. I prayed for squeeze. Diddy the other day, man. I just, I know, I do. I know. All jokes aside, I prayed for Diddy. I the other prayed day, for the Combs family, not because of that situation, but because of the Kim Porter situation. But definitely, all the situation. But, but yeah, Jesus Christ, he prayed for that. That trailer. my God, that gotta hurt. That's a different Although, level of hurt. We don't know the ins and outs of what. I know the ins and outs. All the money I invested in you as an artist, and then as your boyfriend, I even hired you a trainer, and then you leave me for the trainer and get pregnant by him. That's the end, and that was the out. I'm hurt. But we don't know what hurt she was going through in that relationship either, where she had to see him with other women and other situations and hear his thoughts on marriage, and maybe she thought it was never going to happen. Not the guy that I paid for, though. Yeah, that goddamn. Not the guy that I brought in to train both of us I'm at one time. I'm telling you, back in the day, you had to worry about the milkman. Now you got to worry about the trainer and the person coming to, to, to install the cable. Jeez. 
Well, I'm sure they still have love for each yes, other. Yes, they but do, man. You have cable, bro. Sometimes okay. things just, people just move on in life. You so. think? Clearly, he has, this, a new girl, he has a new girlfriend, too. Clearly, this is an example, Angelie. <laughs> I mean, Diddy has a whole new relationship as well. So, what's the problem? Nah. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your room. <laughs> she she's pregnant by the trainer that I hired. My God, that's like that's a night, that's a nightmare. Do it you is. hear me? That's the type of stuff that brothers sit around and daydream and be like, "Man, if I pray that never happens, it that's, happened." That's right. My God, did he live the life? My wife ain't getting no trainer. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We gonna get fat together. We gonna get fat together. Damn. Except that wasn't his wife. All right. All right, well, we got front page news next year. What are we talking about? What? <laughs> All right, we're going to talk more about the Dominican Republic, and uh, somebody else is now talking about something that happened to her brother there. He died, and now she's looking at everything else that's going on. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes, we are. Now, let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Barbara Corcoran. Her brother died in a hotel in the Dominican Republic. He was in a Dominican Republic with a friend in April. He goes there every year on vacation because he loves it there. And he died of a heart attack. At least that's what they told her. But she said there's been no autopsy as far as she knows. And so now that all these other deaths have been happening, she's feeling like perhaps this is eerily similar to these other things that have happened, and maybe it wasn't just a heart attack. So. I expect DR's tourism to take a major hit real soon, uh, and if it doesn't, I'm just going to be looking at y'all like y'all out y'all goddamn minds. What would y'all I be was doing? in Dominican Republic earlier this year, and my friend L'Oreal, she just came back two days ago from there. Well... Some people survive, some people don't, clearly. All right, until they figure out what's going on in the DR, I think they need to build a wall around the DR. <laughs> Stop it. All right, now, at least 24 officers and deputies have been injured in Memphis. This statement was just released this morning. Six of those officers were taken to the hospital. There was an officer-involved shooting, and that left one man dead in Memphis. And now there's protesters in the streets as well as police officers. So what they are saying happened, and this is according to the police department, they were trying to stop a man who was wanted on multiple warrants. They were outside of a home, and he allegedly rammed his vehicle into the officer's vehicles multiple times, mm. then got out of the vehicle with a weapon. That's according to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations. They are investigating the, the shooting. They did fire and kill him, and no officers were injured, but now there's been protests in the streets. So uh, 24 police officers, again, have been hospitalized. Two journalists were also injured. Wow. Police cars were vandalized, and a concrete wall was torn down. So mm. we're going to keep our eye on what's going on there. Okay. Now let's talk about John Legend. He was joining this movement to get diaper-changing tables in the men's bathroom. You know when you go in the women's bathroom, y'all might not know this, but they do have a women's, uh, they have a room where women can change the diapers for the baby. There's uh -huh. a private area. Well, they don't have that, I guess, in the men's bathroom, which I'd never even thought about. Some men's so bathrooms have it, but most don't. He's now joining Pampers on a campaign to install 5,000 diaper-changing tables in public restrooms across North America. Here's what he said. Dads have to resort to all these maneuvers because there's no changing stations in our restrooms. Dads like Dante Palmer have had it. A photo of him changing his son's diaper while squatting went viral, and he started hashtag squat for change to literally change the game. Parents, we hear you. Pampers is partnering with Koala Care to put 5,000 changing stations in men's restrooms across the U.S. and Canada. Use the hashtag LoveTheChange to share videos and photos of you bonding with your kids because we're all in this together. All right. All I right. thought that was, that's pretty dope. 
I never thought about that. Well, how do you guys deal with daddy diaper duty? I don't. What you mean? Uh, it, it, you gotta, it gotta be. I gotta be the last resort when it comes to changing oh. diapers. I don't like poo poo, and uh, I do pee. You know what I'm saying? If it's a pee diaper, I'll change that. But when it's poo-poo, I'm like, man, I, I don't even like looking at my own poo-poo. I haven't seen my own poo-poo in years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you never travel with your daughters by yourself and have to do it? Not the young ones. Very rare. I haven't done that in over a decade. My first daughter, because I was unemployed uh, when my first daughter was born in 2008. So I was with my daughter eight, nine months all the time uh, by myself. So yes, but uh, my next two, no. Uh, I would never change my child in, in a men's room. I just think the men's room is always disgusting and nasty. Uh, I would rather change in the car. I mean, I, I'm a dad, so I can change my, my daughter or my son on my lap. I could change him on uh, a, a book bag. I could change him on a piece of luggage. I could change him in the backseat of a car. You're better I, than me. I could change my kid, and I could... And, it's fast. I know. I know what I'm doing. I'm so. I have five kids. If I tried to change a diaper on the lap, I'd be spilling poo poo and pee all on my lap. You ever seen me in here in the morning when I be spilling my Starbucks and yeah. eating my food? I'm, yeah. I'm clumsy with stuff like that. Imagine me trying to change my daughter's. I might drop the baby. I could change. Now, the Abby, what if you're What if you're in the airport? Is it? Ru- I don't have kids, so I don't know about this. But is it rude to take out a poopy diaper in front of everybody and change? Like, I honestly, and then they smell it. I honestly don't care. Everybody, I've never seen most that. people got babies, and it, it it takes so fast. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a dad, so I know how to do it, and I do it fast. Like, by the time you look over, it's already done, and you won't even see what the What if poop, you're poop. in a restaurant? I don't think you do that with a poop-filled diaper, Envy. Maybe yes. a pee-filled. No, poop-filled? absolutely. I, I've I, never I, seen somebody change a poop-filled diaper you probably, in public. You probably don't even know. See, I could change the diaper with the poop, and the poop stays in the diaper. The, the diaper doesn't go anywhere. The that, wipes go in the diaper, everything, and you wrap it up. You don't even, you have no By the clue. way, that is true. If, if I, I shouldn't be staring at nobody that hard while they're changing their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not but my business. But you might smell that. You might smell Yeah, you might smell something. You might smell a little bit for, for a second. Like, what's going on? What if you're in a restaurant? Is that rude where people are eating to change a poopy diaper? Uh, no, that's, yes, that is rude. But like I said, I, I'd on. rather change in the car than go into the bathrooms. A lot of those bathrooms are disgusting. There's germ-filled bathrooms, and I'd rather not do it in the bathroom. Like, you ever look at a a, a bathroom, a men's bathroom, a women's bathroom? It's, it's horrible. My wife carries a changing table with her, like the little folding joint. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I don't, but wow. my wife does. You know, most, most, most of those tables or most of those folding tables come in a book bag where the book bag opens up and it's yes. right there. But I would... It's disgusting. I would never. I, I I hate using the bathroom myself because the bathroom is so disgusting. Yes, and when you got a when you're a union, when it's a, a husband and a wife, you know what I'm saying, and you got more than one child, when a diaper needs to be go go be changed, the wife usually goes to change it, and the father watches the kids yes. while the wife is in the bathroom. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's but, the way it works. But somewhere. sometimes when I take my kids out, my wife's not there, or my wife is taking some kids someplace else, and I got some kids going here. You got to change it, and I hate those bathrooms. They are disgusting. They are nasty. And who's going to clean the koala changing table all the time? I got to, I gotta, you know, your kid just went on, uh, got changed on that table, and your kid might have be sick, and now I got to put my kid on that table, and now my kid could be sick. Nope, I'd rather do it on my lap. I just don't like changing diapers. <laughs> Great. 800-585-1051. Let's talk it. about these changing tables. What do you think? Do you think there should be changing tables in men's bathroom? Do you change yes, your there child? Be. Let's talk about it, all right? Call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking something that John Legend is standing behind. You want to explain a little bit, Yee? <laughs> yes, he wants to make sure that men have diaper changing tables in their men's bathrooms. It's the Love the Change campaign that he's doing with Pampers. Okay. So we're asking 800-585-1051, do you think there should be changing tables in the men's bathroom? I honestly, it could be 
I honestly don't care because I'm not using the men's bathroom to change my kids. The men's bathroom is always disgusting. It's always nasty. I'd rather change my baby on my lap. Well, here's the thing. I think the men's bathroom is nasty, but it's usually like the stalls and, you know, where you go to actually use the nah, bathroom. Me. If you got those, like, tables, like when you walk in and it's just like a mirror and you can lay down a changing table right there and change your child, yes. But, I mean, I just think for equality's sake, they should have changing tables because there are men who are out here you know, raising our kids. We, there are men who are out here, you know, traveling with our young children, and sometimes we need to change them. So I think that they need to make it, you know, accessible for us. But they do have family restrooms you can go in. I'm, I'm assuming the family restrooms got changing tables. And they're much, and they're much more cleaner. Yeah. They're not used as much. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We got uh, Freddie. Freddie, what's up, Freddie? Freddie! Okay, we're talking about changing tables in the men's bathroom. What do you think? I was just listening to your conversation and how you was getting all bothered by that, and I was like, change tables. I was like, DJ Envy should change the DJ tables because he played the same music every morning. We talking about diapers, man. You thought about that? You thought about that you one, know? huh? You and, thought about that one. The first thing that came up was your DJ tables. That you thought about that one? That <laughs> yep. That's what you got. Are you saying that his DJ tables are? <laughs> <laughs> Towns, what's up, Towns? What's up, man? What's up? We're talking about, do you think there should be changing tables in the men's bathroom, bro? Hey, check this, man. In the men's bathroom, it can be that, you know, but I agree with you 100%, man. You should be able to do that thing anyway, you know what I mean? I'm challenging dudes to being the best dad, you know what I mean? I, I hear you. I hear you in Baltimore being the best dad you can be. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Who can thank the most families in a minute, man? Let's, let's, let's do something like that, man, you know what I mean? No, I ain't with that. I am not doing no change in diaper challenge. <laughs> change in diaper I'm not challenge with that. Man. Shante. Hey, oh my God, I can't, I got through. Good morning. Now, do you think that they should be changing tables in men's bathroom? I think that's a good idea, but I was thinking about it. I never changed my son on a changing table because they are disgusting, but I think it's still a good idea for those fathers that do have to change their children in the bathroom. Okay. I agree with you, but I, I like I, I really I'd rather change my kid on my lap than than anywhere else. I just yeah. it's just disgusting sometimes. I hate changing diapers. I hate changing diapers so much that when I do change diapers, my wife gets turned on. Okay, we wife play with poop. Turn, you know. Hey. Hello, who's this? This is Pia. Hey, Pia. Now we're talking about. Uh, do you think men should have changing tables in the men's bathroom? I mean, just because we have them in the women's bathroom, I think they should be in the men's bathroom, especially because of the LBGC community. More men are adopting kids and everything. Very true. But That's a fact. But if somebody, if they're going to invest in putting, you know, changing tables in the men's bathroom, then somebody should invest in the idea of, like, you know, those, like, liners that they have for the toilet seat. You know, come up with some kind of liner for those changing tables. Yeah, I thought right. they had those. You're right. I thought they had those in the family restrooms. You go in there and you get the long sheets that you can lay down for your child. Do they? I don't know. Uh, uh, at least I under the buttocks. Those. I got a four-year-old and I've never seen those. Okay. Well, thank right. you, Mama. Your four-year-old not potty trained yet? Well, she hung up. 800-585-1051. Do you think there should be changing tables in the men's bathroom? And some four-year-olds are not potty trained as of yet. Well, that's they still have accidents. Yeah, you still have accidents at mm -hmm. four, but I mean, you know, around three is when they start saying, y'all want to, let me go sit on the toilet, or I got to go. Yeah, my daughter's doing it at two, and I love the fact that at two years old, she's doing it, I ain't got to change no pampers no more. I just put up, you know, the at night, 
I put up the the onesies so make sure they're good. But nope, no more changing for me. Because fours when they start going to school a lot of times, at least right. pre-K. So yeah. you, you should have them trained, potty trained by at least four. Right. 800-585-1051. We're asking, do you think there should be changing tables in men's bathroom? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, uh, we're talking about something John Legend is standing behind. You, you want to um, fill people in, Yee? Yes, he thinks that there should be diaper stations, diaper changing tables in men's public restrooms across North America because daddy diaper duty is a real thing. Okay, and we're taking your calls, 800-585-1051. Yeah, I, there should be, but I would never change my child in a men's bathroom changing table. I'd rather use my lap. I've used my car. The, I've used the, the back of the, of the SUV where the, the, lat, you know, where the latch comes down. I, I just, I, I'll use a piece of luggage. But I'll never use the changing table. They're just disgusting to me. Now, as a non-parent, do you guys have like a blanket or something that you put down that you change the baby on top of? It's a changing table. Yeah, it's a changing you know table. What I'm saying, but you put a blanket. No, on it's top a changing of that. table. That's what it is. Like you're supportable. Uh, it's a supportable changing. It's table. like a little changing mat that folds changing out. Changing mat. Yeah. But if I don't oh. have that, yes, I will use a blanket. I'll use I'll use a t-shirt. Like you know, I'm a dad. I'll use t-shirts. I'll use a sweatshirt. I'll have a, one of my shirts that I have on, but I ain't going in that bathroom. Because I hear you guys saying the table's dirty, but can't you put that on top of the table then, the mat? Yeah, but you know what it is? It's like, I don't want those germs. You ever have to go to the bathroom, like do a number two in a, in a, in a public bathroom, and you have to use the mat, the, the thing is that they you paper. have to put there? The little paper. paper that you lay the rim with. But you still feel funny doing it. You still feel like something, uh, 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 I don't know, a crab. I mean, just because it's a public restroom and people are walking in and out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who herpes is under that rim. Tevin! Yes, what's going on? Good morning, guys. Do you think there should be uh, changing tables in men's bathrooms? Um, not really, not really. Um, really, the real reason why I agree with you, Evie, it's it's the drum, man. I have two boys; they back to back, and I change them in my lap when I go to the restaurant. I take them to my car, change them. Then on top of that, I, I would change them if it was like an emergency, if they had a poo poo, you no know, diaper. I in the public, I go somewhere, like, and to, always go to my car, man. I just can't take to the restroom. Because, for example, I was I wouldn't even take my boys to Chick-fil-A restroom to change them. Just, uh, it's just the germs, <laughs> is man. Chick-fil-A, is Chick-fil-A bathroom the best bathroom or something? Why you say Chick-fil-A? Well, the reason why I say it, because, you know, how they known for um, top customer, you know, customer service. Okay. They, they known cleaning up, but nah, man. It's, I agree with you. It might be a good idea, but personally, nah. All right. Thank you, brother. T. Hey. What's up, man? What, what do you think about having a change of table in a men's bathroom? Yes, we really need one. Uh, well, actually, more clean ones and more in general because we got two stories. Real quick, a couple months ago, we were at a baseball game. My girlfriend said to go to the bathroom, so I had to take my little one to the men's restroom, and they had a change of table, but it was just horrible, disgusting. Like, people peed and crapped on it. Um, so I had to pull out a whole bunch of paper towels before I changed her on there. And then earlier this year, we had went to the uh, Jamestown Museum, and I had to configure my own changing table with, again, paper towels and stuff like that, just to change her. And and she did a stink bomb, and so it was even worse. Mm. I mean, I I mean, I, whatever it takes. Like I said, I'll take off my T-shirt. It doesn't matter. But that, them things are, are totally disgusting. Sam, good morning, Sam. Yo, talk about um, basically how in the Middle East um, we have like these spraying hoses in the restroom. And they basically substitute that for toilet paper. Well, you still need paper to wipe after, but it's basically a hose where you use them to clean after, whether that's children, yourself, or anyone. And the restrooms are like 10 times cleaner than they are here. I think that's uh, great. I, went, 
That's better than Dr. Yeah. Oz spitting on the tissue to wipe his ass. <laughs> yeah, no. I've been to Jordan. I've been to Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, everywhere. The restrooms are like 10 times cleaner than here because they have, in every restroom, they have these like special sprain hose. I don't know what the exact name is in English, but it's like a sprain hose you could use to wipe the behind, the front, whether it's on a baby, yourself, anyone. So I just wanted to mention that. And I'm surprised they don't have that here because I think they'd have that here. Okay. I mean, yeah. I well, we home, got bidets. So. Bidets are, I mean, it's not a hose, but They got bidets in the public bathroom, bro. Yeah, they don't have bidets in the public bathroom. You bougie, man. You got bidet in your crib? Let me find out. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I don't have a bidet. I want one. Oh, my goodness. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jose from the BX. What's good, Breakfast Club? Good morning. Jose, what's up, brother? The craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. That's true. Very true. So, uh, um, anyways, I was driving on I-10 on Mississippi one time. We stopped at a casino to get some uh, get some, some lunch, uh, me and my wife. And um, uh, she was eating still, so I went to change the, I had to go change the baby. There was no changing tables in the men's bathroom. So I feel like they should absolutely have changing tables in the men's bathroom. Because um, yeah, I went to the women's bathroom, and they flipped on me. Boy, they want to throw me out. They, uh, they well, yeah, they just can't walk into a woman's wife. bathroom, bro. I mean, yeah. Obviously. Why would you Why would you walk into the woman's bathroom? Because I needed to change my son. He was dirty. I mean, I, oh, I get it, you know. But so, so you went in there just for the changing table. They didn't have a family restroom available? That's right. That's right. Exactly. So, like, you know, what was I supposed to do? I was at a restaurant. I'm not going to change him in a restaurant. That's an interesting case. If you would have got arrested, I wonder how that would have played out. That's an, that, that is a very interesting case. I mean, but, you know, at the time, I was in a heavy male relationship, so my wife got, she got irate, man. She started flipping out. Did you that, say a heavy male relationship? Heavy male oh, relationship. Yeah. oh, that means you was in a relationship with a white woman? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Did she start pointing her finger? Oh, yeah. She was uh, oh, flipping fingers, whipping, just, just wigging out, man. When a white woman it starts pointing nice. her finger, it's about to be trouble. Wow. Yeah, get that apple cake. Get that. Ooh, yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, I mean, at least either that or, or like have somebody to accompany me into the women's bathroom. I mean, something because you know the, I, the dynamic I understand is different down south. Maybe the men don't change uh, uh, diapers, but that's not how I roll. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't mind. But you know, anyway, right. that's my two cents. All right, well, thank you, bro. God bless y'all. I love the show. Love all the gems y'all drop. Keep doing your thing. Love thank my you. brother. Yeah, I would never use those changing tables. That's just me personally. <laughs> I'd just rather use my lap. That's no, I get it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we got. Well, you're an expert, and you're an expert anyway on changing all of that. So, with all the kids you have, yeah, I got five kids, and I change pampers all the time. There is no. My wife just does you it. You could all. probably win a competition. I definitely can win a competition. I'm <laughs> nice, but I could I could change a pamper by taking a conference call in one hand <laughs> and changing the pamper with one hand. I could definitely change it. It's, it's that would be funny. A competition with men changing their uh, kids' diapers and see who does it the fastest. You would definitely win. My kids know from an early age. Butt up, pull a pamper out. Butt down, pamper back. They're like my kids know. Anyway, what we got rules on the way? Wild, bro. Shut up. Let's talk about <laughs> like, the most. My kids no. face down, ass up. No, I, I'm like what? See, I didn't say face <laughs> yes, down and ass up. Yes, I you said did, butt bro. up, butt down. Bro, that that's how they're wild. I said butt up, butt down. And all the parents out there know exactly what I'm talking about. I butt up, because you got to get the pamper out. <laughs> butt up, butt down, butt up, butt down. That is a song that, that, that we do. Whenever <laughs> we do that song, we like butt up, butt down, butt up. Never mind. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Well, let's talk crazy. about the most watched show in the United States since it came out. We'll tell you what that show is. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Now, let me shout out to uh, Chris and Daniel. I said earlier, I, I told you guys that I do these seminars where we try to teach real estate in different areas. We're, we're heading to Chicago, Charlotte, L.A., and New Orleans next. And we sometimes we pick two students out the seminar and try to teach them how to do real estate. And yesterday, I took these two students, Chris and Daniel, uh, to look at homes so they can buy their first home. We fixed their credit, and they just the, the mortgage guy just hit me and told me they got approved to buy their first home, $425,000 for a four-family to buy his first home ever. Okay. So we fixed his credit, so I'm excited about that. So I'm That's sure he, I think he listened. So you got approved, Chris. So now we got to really, really start looking for these houses for you, and hopefully we can find you something that you can live in and you can also make money with. Ye does that too, which is pretty dope. Ye owns a home yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, I have an investment property. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I live there, but I also have a rental in my home. Yeah, that's great. family. And the rental pretty much pays the mortgage, right? Not the whole mortgage, but it helps a lot. Yes. Also, because I give my friend lives there, so I give her a good discount. Oh, but I like having discount. somebody I know living with me right gotcha. downstairs. Gotcha. And gotcha. Um, I'm actually in Detroit. Oh, what you doing today? Uh, so Detroit Demo Day is tomorrow, and anybody's welcome to come to this to Detroit Demo Day. But Quicken Loans does this, and they give away 1.2 million dollars in grants to small businesses in Detroit. So it's a competition. And I actually know some people who have won in the past, in the uh, the past year. Mm-hmm. One person I know won $250,000 for their business. Wow. So it's, it's a really fun competition. You get to learn about new businesses that's in Detroit. Some of them are already established. Some of them are just getting started. But at any rate, who can't use a grant to help them expand their business? Anybody can get in this competition? I think... Anybody can come to Detroit Demo Day to watch oh. this competition, but you already would have had to submit. So oh. you should look at it this year if you're planning to maybe want to be part of it next year. Maybe you want to learn about new businesses. It's kind of like Shark Tank. So you get to see how people are, you know, pitching their businesses in order to get that money. All right. Well, that's dope. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about in the rumors? Yes, you know, some new J. Cole came out, so we got some of that for you. Also, looks like Nicki Minaj is back on social media, and we'll tell you what her first word is. All right, we'll get to that next. And speaking of J. Cole, here's Power Trip. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the most watched show in the U.S. It's this is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, when they see us has been the most watched series on Netflix in the U.S. every day since it came out on May 31st. Wow. So that's the information that Netflix Netflix provided for us about that that four part series. Okay. Is anybody yes. learning anything, though? You know, it's not even the fact that people are learning things. Like, this uh, series is actually impacting people. You see what happened to Linda Feinstein, whatever her name is. Uh-huh. And then the other person in the case, I, I forgot what she was. Was she a DA, a prosecutor? She was a prosecutor. A prosecutor. She just resigned, right? Yeah. From something? She sure yeah, did. Yeah, she had to step down. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, and it's amazing that these uh, women were still on the boards for all these different organizations that were completely the opposite of what they did to these kids. Like... Basically, to help people, and instead, you hurt people's lives and still aren't taking accountability for it. Mm-hmm. All right, now, welcome back to Baby Fat. Baby Fat has relaunched at Forever 21. So if you're excited about that, if you know what Baby Fat is, because maybe you're too young to remember. But that was back in 1998 when Russell Simmons and Kamora Lee Simmons expanded their Fat Farm brand to do a women's line that was called Baby Fat. So that was 21 years ago. So now you can find Jesus. those clothes back at Forever 21. Yeah, I've seen they got for models. They have Diddy's daughters, and they also have uh, Russell and Kimora's daughters. I think that's dope. 
You know, back then, Fat Farm and Baby Fat made a combined profit of $265 million. And then if you guys remember, they did a kids line as well. Yeah, and they started doing interior design. I remember Baby Fat did so well. I didn't know how, how well Fat Farm did, but I know Baby Fat did very, very Look, well. Like, people had Baby Fat tattoos. Yeah, I remember. That is true. Nothing like seeing a, a, a woman in a Baby Fat sweatsuit. Remember the little sweatsuits? <laughs> yep. And, like, I'm, like, when they were just, like, on the way to the airport or something, or just... Yeah, Baby Fat was fire mm-hmm. at one point. And the cat was a nice, that was a nice <laughs> You alright over there? Baby Fat was fire. I was, yeah. bought, bought some Baby Fat in my day. Right, I'm sure you That have. was me when I was selling crack. For yourself? Or some... Man, shut up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet it looked good on you. <laughs> <laughs> nice velour sweatsuit yeah, fitted. That's why you like talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but that line does go up to a size 4X, FYI. So anybody can go in there and get their Baby Fat on. Now, was the Baby right. Fat logo worth a permanent tattoo? Because that there is some people who got that tattoo twice. 20 years ago, then it got played out, and now it's back. Is that logo worth the tattoo? No. I don't think so. No. <laughs> we got to cover that one up. I don't think so. Unless you had some type of stock in the company. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right. David Ortiz, the alleged shooter, has been arrested with Big and Big Poppy's, uh the hit that was ordered. Now, officials are saying it was an $8,000 hit that was ordered against David Ortiz. They have now arrested six total people in connection with that attack. And they're saying there's at least one other suspect who is still on the run. So yeah, it can't uh, go we'll too far. You... So it's not like he can get out the country. So they'll catch him. Yeah, I'm sure. And this is such a huge case that I've, I'm sure they feel stupid for taking that that $8,000 for this hit. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's talk about some new music, Dreamville. They put out two new singles, Got Me and Down Bad, ahead of the Revenge of the Dreamers 3 that's coming out. So if you guys didn't get a chance to hear it, here's a little snippet for you of Down Bad. Now, J. Cole's on this, as well as J.I.D., Boss, and Earth Gang, and Young Nudie. I was just down, down bad. Dreamville here, how to bitch, we came for nothing, just like the Big Bang Theory. The poverty stain kept the pain buried and covered the shame with a dream. We would have fortune and fame, a million a bank, chameleon paint, turned cranberry. Now little Jermaine got the same stories, that boy had the same, it's the same marriage. Go, all hell, King Cole, first of his name, long may rain. The boy got a throne, but you know it in a game. Yeah, I was born in the same, pressure cooker, that's been known to bust a lump of coal and make a diamond. Too sick, me and Rota Reaganomics, crew sick, me to go to state of rhyming, oh God. He be spitting, boy. Mm. <laughs> For sure. And Got Me also features my girl Ari Lennox and Omen and Ty Dolla Sign and Jerezy. So make sure you guys uh, check that out if you haven't heard it yet. Okay. okay. And VH1 has announced Girls Cruise. That's a new series featuring Little Kim, Maya, and Chili. So you guys might want to see that. We've been seeing them hanging out together, filming. But now that trailer is out so you guys can see it as they travel through the Caribbean. The crew hits the high seas on an epic journey filled with hilarious adventures, emotional breakthroughs, and spicy romance. Salute to Chili. I've been thinking about Chili a lot because every time I try to say that Kevin Durant ruptured his Achilles, but I keep, I'm trying to say Achilles, but I keep Achilles. saying Achilles. <laughs> and so I always, whenever I say it, I always think of Chili. Does she still have you blocked? I have no idea. I don't be on Twitter, so I don't know. Well, that show premieres on July 15th. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabang. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, for after the hour, uh, donkey today is going to a young woman from Florida. No and I want all my brothers out there to prepare to be uncomfortable. Okay. All okay. right. We'll get into that next. Protect your nuts. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. 
A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. Uh, with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, donkey today for Tuesday, June 13th goes to a 21-year-old Florida woman named Katie Lee Pitchford. Now, you know what your Uncle Charla always says. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Uh, my brother's prepared to be uncomfortable. Mm. Now, Katie got into an argument with her boyfriend. It happens. Okay, we've all gotten to it with our women before. Uh, if you piss your woman off enough, she might even put hands on you, especially at that age. Okay, that's happened to me before, and I deserved it. But sadly, when you are a couple in Florida, a fight with your woman could be life or death. If not death, something tragic could happen to you that could traumatize you forever. And this story is no exception. See, Katie Lee Pitchford is not playing fair, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, Katie's not playing at all. Let's go to KT. VT CBS for the report, please. A Florida woman is accused of grabbing her boyfriend's genitals so hard that he bled. Okay, stop Whoa! right there. Stop, 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 stop. Everybody take this in. I what want do you, you mean? Feel. As my therapist says, I want you to feel. I want you to feel this. All right? Your testicles you could bleed? Feel it. Feel it. Envy. Internalize no! it. Everybody listening, feel it. All right, play it. A Florida woman is accused of grabbing her boyfriend's genitals so hard that he bled. 21-year-old Katie Lee Pitchford of Indian Harbor Beach is charged with battery domestic violence. Police say a fight between the two escalated to the point that Pitchford allegedly hit her boyfriend with a brush, her fists, and then scratched him. The police report adds that Pitchford uh, grabbed him by his throat until he could not breathe. He was able to get away and call police. Investigators did not say what they were fighting over. After being arrested, Pitchford asked if she could talk to the victim to tell him she was sorry. She was taken to the Brevard County Jail Complex. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just made my dong pillow bleed and all you got is I'm sorry. Mm -mm. Okay? You just squeezed Tweedledee and Tweedledum until they bled. How does that happen? How do you make my pork dumplings bleed? You squeezed my testicles until they bled and all you got for me is I'm sorry? An apology won't suffice here. Not after you make my magic beans bleed. I mean, I know you're sitting there thinking, how did this woman choke him until he couldn't breathe? How did she manhandle him the way she did? It's because she went for the fatality first. See, when you grab a man's testicles and squeeze them until they bleed, it's like ripping Tony Stark's arc reactor out of his chest, all right? It's like Kano's eat-your-heart-out fatality move on Mortal Kombat. It's like being on a treadmill and accidentally hitting the emergency stop button. Everything will immediately cease. Okay, and Katie Lee, a simple I'm sorry will not suffice. First of all, I didn't know your kangaroo apples could bleed. I, I never heard that in my life. Has anybody ever heard of a story like no. that? No. Uh, maybe you could kick somebody so hard, too. I'm just not did, bleed. Did though. she have long fingernails and did she scratch them? Oh! Like, did she? Uh, did, I want to know did she scratch him and they bled or did she squeeze his jizz berries until they started to leak? Oh. All right? Whatever happened, this is terrible. And, and Katie, why would you ever harm part of what causes you pleasure? Come oh. on. Treat my penis boobs with more respect. All right? What? Yo, what? <laughs> All right? What you call them? Penis boobs. <laughs> okay. Those, your testicles are your broberries. All right? You know, women got ovaries, men got broberries. All right? Oh. All right? And those broberries belong to you as well, Katie. 
All I have in this world is my spunk bunkers and my word, and you tried to take that from me. Come on. Those testicles kept your chin warm for who knows how long, and that's the respect you give them? Mm. <laughs> this story is nuts. <sighs> Please give Katie Lee pitch with the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida. What are you, white, what are you, white or black? I'm just curious. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Now, I didn't think we was going to play this game today, but you did ask a very valid question. Okay, let me give you some clues. Mm -hmm. Florida, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Katie Lee Pitchford made her boyfriend's broveries bleed. Can what I, race do you think she is, can Envy? I, can I go first? All right, now, this is, this is I'm, I'm caught in, in the middle. I'm going to tell okay. you why. You said brush. So when I first heard brush, I thought maybe he had waves, so he would have to be black. Who said anything about brush? You said a brush. You said he threw a brush at first. That's, the, that's the news report. Oh. Then, you did say that. Then you said she was strong enough where she almost choked him. That's black woman strength. No, that's after that's after she grabbed him by the goddamn man boobs. Okay, all right. I mean the penis boobs. But then you said Katie, so Katie's a white woman. That's white. No, but no, I never heard a black person called Katie. But then, stop the music, you said she said sorry. And I don't think a black woman would have called and said, I just want to say I'm sorry. Mm. So uh, maybe a white woman would have said sorry. So I'm going with white. Angela Yee, what say you? Ah, I already know that's a white woman because we already know <laughs> we do not play in that area of a man there you without go. bracing ourselves there for something you go. terrible to happen to us. So definitely white. A sister is not going to uh, cause pain to what gives her pleasure. Not the family jewels. I would jewels. never, ever touch that area. If there's one place, yeah. one thing I know not to do, I don't play like that. Like, it's got to be a life or death situation for a sister to go there. So, uh, what did you say? You say white, right? Okay. Well. Yes. Angelie, DJ Envy, you are both correct. Yes. She is Caucasian. <laughs> All right. All right. Katie. Yes, the mayonnaise is heavy with this one. <laughs> My goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Amanda. Amanda, what's your question for you? Texas. Hey. I can't believe I got in. What's up? Good morning, Envy. Good morning, Charlemagne. And, um, of course, Miss Angela Yee. My question is, when you were in your 20, early 20s, Miss Yee, did you think you would be where you are today? Like, would you think you'd be in the position you are right now? Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. I didn't start doing radio until I was in my late 20s. So that was when I first started doing this. So, no, I definitely didn't think that. Um, you know, and, and my some... next question, I have a follow-up, though. I was like, what was, what was, like, one thing you remember doing that changed the trajectory of your career? Um, I ended up taking a risk, and that risk was me, you know, starting off in this career radio. And the reason I even found this job was... I find myself in a bad situation. You know, we had gotten laid off from our job that I was at before doing marketing. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do next? So I actually went online and looked at different job opportunities that was available. And I was like, okay, this looks interesting. This looks interesting. It was things I had never even thought about that could be good for me. 
And so I saw opening at um, in radio, and I called somebody that I knew, and I just said, look, I'm going to submit my resume. I just want to make sure they get it. I don't need the job. I just need you to, you know, let them know they should at least interview me. And so yeah. that's how I ended up... Yeah, that's how I ended up getting my foot in the door. And it did mean, like, me getting paid way less than I was used to getting paid and starting over at the bottom in my career. But it was fine because I think if you find something that really interests you, you'll accelerate a lot faster. And money isn't the first issue in the beginning of a new career. So I think you shouldn't be afraid to take a risk. Find something that you think could be interesting and go for it and try it. Awesome. Thank you for your advice. I actually just graduated from college, like, in 2018. And it's been hard for me to find a position because I'm actually starting back school in August for my master's degree. But, like, finding somebody that's going to work with my school schedule has been hard. But I'm trying to just get advice, learn from people, you know, mm-hmm. who are in good positions. And I like y'all. I listen to y'all all the time. So, thank you. Shout out to TV. Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. And shout out to Diamond. She's the godmother of my child. My god baby is going to be born in September. Okay. All right. And congratulations to you on everything with all your education, getting it on. Bless y'all. Bless y'all. Love y'all. Thank y'all. What's the baby do? In September. September what? You know the date? I'm going to tell her to listen. I don't know the date. It's a baby girl. Her name's going to be Justice. Okay. My birthday September 3rd. Baby, you should think about naming the baby Roshana. No, you crazy. And Viana? <laughs> nah, no, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Casey. Bye, y'all. <laughs> All right, ask Yee. 800 If you got a question for Yee, call her now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Anonymous. Anonymous, what's your question for Yee? Hey, good morning, Yee. All right, so a while ago, I was at my boyfriend's house, mm-hmm. and I was kind of going through his drawer to pretty much fine underwear because the underwear I had was not going to do it for that day. So you wear his underwear? Okay. Okay, that's love. But while I was looking, I had found a ring. So, you know, I opened the the box for the ring. The problem is this happened about six or seven months ago and Mm -hmm. I still have not seen him give the ring to me or ask a question. Oh, you thought that ring was for you? Maybe it is. It's still there, right? I, 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 I haven't looked. So, I mean, if it's still there, maybe he has it planned for the right moment and he planned ahead. I don't know, but you need to look and see if that ring is still there. But six months, I mean, I don't seem kind of long to you. I mean, if I, I don't know, maybe for me, and plus, I know him enough. I, I, I've never seen him wait so long before. I mean, you like, guys are sharing he, each other's underwear, so and he's never proposed to you before. Nah, so you don't know what he might be doing. When's your birthday? October. Maybe he's waiting for that. I don't know. But I will say this. Go look and see if that ring is still there. If it's still there, then I think you should be fine. If it's not there anymore, that's a little weird. But you don't think he's cheating, do you? Uh, uh, me? No. I mean, I, we don't hide. I, I know his password to his phone, so unless he has another phone. Right. Name. You're like, I'm wearing his underwear right now. And black men don't cheat. That's right. If y'all say so. <laughs> yeah. See if that ring is still there, and I think you'll feel fine. But, you know, first of all, you saw something that you shouldn't have seen, and then it could have been something that still is a surprise. Maybe he's waiting for the right time. Maybe he's nervous. Who knows? Maybe it's a ring that... You know, he wanted to uh, get it and get it out the way, and he's waiting for your birthday. Maybe he's waiting for Chris. Who knows what he's waiting for? But right. I, I wouldn't worry about it uh, if it's still there. So just take a look for us and let me know. All right. All right. Good luck, bro. <laughs> Don't create problems in your relationship if there are none. Charlamagne, do you wear your um your girls your girls underwear? You know it. 
nah. He had to think about it. That was too fast. He had to think about it. I'm thinking I've ever played around and put it on joking. I don't remember. Probably. <laughs> I might have. I might have. Probably. I might have done that as a joke. I definitely put it over my head before. <laughs> definitely sniffed it. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I did. You end up sniffing your white panties? All the time. All right. What you talking about? But you put it on your head like what? As a hat? Like when you read it on the house? Yeah, you put it on your head. Put it on your head and you take, especially when it's a thong, because you can like put it right down the middle of your head so what? you got the eyes. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? You never man? done that? <laughs> All right. That was Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Nicki Minaj. Everybody wants to know what's going on with Nicki. Well, there's a little clue, and we'll tell you what that clue is. All right, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen all the gossip, gossip, the rumor report, gossip, with Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report, the Breakfast Club. She hasn't been on social media for months, and everybody's wondering where she is. At one point, the Barbs were even putting up missing posters. Damn. Well, she finally has tweeted, and she wrote Megatron. What does that mean? Wait, what does that mean? Well, she was on Future's song Transformer, if you guys remember. She said, some call me Nikki, some call me Megatron. So I don't know if that's a new song. I'm sure it's a new else. song where she probably samples that uh, bar. Maybe. All right. So, but it is nice to see Nicki Minaj. I'm interested to see what that even means. Nice tease not, there for, I, I like, for all I, the barbs. I'm always here for for new Nicki bars. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the the rap game is so competitive right now, uh, especially in the female scene. So yeah. it's good to hear Nicki, you know, drop some bars. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk about Wendy Williams and Kevin Hunter Sr. Kelvin. Saying, His name is Kelvin Angela. Look, I don't know. It says Kevin here. Go ahead, you. <laughs> now, he is saying that the claims that she's been making, that she's been pent up at home, can't go anywhere, that he had her in hiding, she was only a show pony during their marriage, he's saying that is a bold-faced lie. Boy, you is a liar, Kelvin. Knock it off. Stop it. And that her, and that her memory is off. Man, now, mine's not. <laughs> what do you remember, Charlamagne? I say it all the time. When the, the way Wendy is acting now is like a, a young kid who never used to do nothing in high school. Parents were very strict. Now she in college wild and living her best life. And yes, he was that strict parent. Knock it off, Kelvin. Well, he's saying that he thought that Wendy just didn't want to go out. She didn't want to do red carpet sure. events. And she just liked to go to work and go home and that it was really up to her. I've seen Kelvin start arguments with Wendy just to send her home so he can go be with his bae. Nikki, Sharina. So let's knock it off, Kelvin. Goodness Lying. gracious. I've seen, yo, I've seen when, it be Wendy's birthday. Right. And Wendy be all excited. And she, she going to take the whole team to dinner. And here come Kelvin. <laughs> the Grinch that stole Wendy's birthday. Yelling and screaming. Hollering. Did he sound like that? <laughs> ain't, no dinner. ain't nobody hey, going hey, to dinner. Hey, Y'all don't deserve no dinner. No birthday. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's bro, Kelvin. <laughs> Goodness gracious. What else you got? You? All right. Now, he also says that the fact that Wendy said, if you, if you recall, that he had a full baby with the woman he was involved with for 15 years. He said, that's not true. That's right. It was a half that's a baby. That's an exaggeration. He only met her in 2008. So, can't be true. All right. What? Now, let's <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, stop talking. Yo, somebody tell that dumbass to stop talking. So, it wasn't 15 years? It was eight? It was 2008 to 2019? Do the math. That's 11, that's 11, that's 11 years. years. Yo, just so stop talking, 15, bro. 11 years. Yo, t- somebody tell it's Kel- still bad. Somebody tell Kelvin Hunter <laughs> to shut the F up forever. We don't want to hear from him. That Period. was a little off. That's that wasn't smart. My God. 
<laughs> All right, now let's discuss Cardi B. You guys saw the picture she posted of her swollen feet. Yes. And saying that she just couldn't do certain things right now, recovering from her recent plastic surgeries. Well, uh, the botch star, Dr. Terry Dubrow, is saying that could be indicative of a much larger health issue. And here's what he said. They're pretty bad. You know, the question is, why is she still having complications this far out for a breast augmentation and liposuction? The fact that your, her legs are still this swollen indicates that there's something more going on that we're actually hearing about because there's an obstruction to flow back to the heart. That means there's a problem from the liposuction in the groin that we don't know about. I recommend Cardi B get seen very quickly. I'm sure Cardi B is going to the doctor. Yeah, I'm sure she has gone to the doctor and she's you know, dealing with that. But she was just showing that, yes, there's serious complications. That's why she's been canceling her shows. Right. Yeah, when I, saw, right. Her, when I saw her 12 feet, I was like, that don't look great. Mm -mm. Yeah, that I've never seen that. But then, you know, who knows? I don't know what people end up going through after that. So, But it didn't look like it should be something that's normal. Mm -mm. It looks like a circulation issue. Uh, Sony has announced a reboot of the Boondocks, and that is going to include creator Aaron Magruder. So after many, many years of speculation, the comic being back out, they have announced that they have a host of new projects that's coming to Sony Pictures Animation, and one of those is Boondocks. Drop on the clues bombs for my guy, Aaron Magruder. That man is a genius. I don't throw that word around loosely. He's one of my favorite people to talk to. Boondocks is one of my top three favorite TV shows of all time. And when you see what the Boondocks got planned and how they're going to reintroduce the Boondocks to this new era, my God. Okay. So now we don't know who's coming back as far as the voices. So everybody is hoping that Regina King is going to be on there, but we I'm, don't have that I'm, information yet. I'm, I'm, almost, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive Regina King will be back. Well, that'll be dope. You know, but I just think that you know, they got to they gotta boss her up. You know what I'm saying? She got to be executive producer and all mm -hmm. that good stuff like that. You know, but I'm, I'm I'm almost positive Regina King will be will be back as the voice of Huey and Riley. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Sunday, June 23rd at 8, 7 central on BET. Celebrate cool live as Regina Hall hosts BET Awards 2019, the ultimate night in black culture and giving back. Catch timeline crushing performances by Cardi B, her, DJ Khaled, and more. Plus your faves, Taraji P. Henson and Yara Shahidi. BET Awards 19, live Sunday, June 23rd at 8, 7 central on BET. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Uh, salute to everybody who was at my screening last night of the Emmanuel movie. Uh, Emmanuel is a documentary executive produced by Steph Curry and Viola Davis. It is about the shooting that happened in Charleston, South Carolina at Emmanuel AME Church when that racist, bigoted, mayonnaise-flavored, mammal, white devil Crack ass, cracker, Dylan Roof, uh, you know, killed those nine beautiful people in Emmanuel Amy. Let me tell you something, man. If you thought when they see us was triggering, Lord have mercy. Really? If you thought when they see us traumatized you, Lord have mercy, man. Really? Emmanuel, man. Emmanuel almost made me break down three, four times. I don't know if it's because of the connection, because, you know, I'm born in Charleston, South Carolina, raised in Monk's Corner, 15, 20 minutes, you know, from, from Charleston. That's home to me. I'm going to be there this weekend. Like, I don't know what it was, but... Man, that movie tore me up yesterday, bro. Well, um, 
Yeah, I can't wait to check out that movie, man. It's, yeah, it you can very, wait. Very good. Don't, <laughs> it comes out next week, but don't rush yourself. Okay. All right. And then um, shout out to everybody again. I, I said it earlier. I just want to keep saying it. Uh, two young men that attended uh, my seminar. Uh, his name is Chris and Daniel. We picked two people out of the seminar to actually show how to get into the real estate game. So we fixed their credit. We got them approved for lending. And yesterday we were out looking for homes for them. Uh, we did it for absolutely positively free. Shout out to Flippin' NJ, Caesar. And we're just trying to show the community how to invest into the community and own their own and create generational wealth. Uh, one guy, I believe, was Dominican. The other guy was black. Uh, minorities. We're just trying to get minorities on to how to do it, give them the information now. It's up to themselves, you know, what they need to do. Um, I Nobody taught me, so the fact that we're able to teach our own community is amazing. So we got a couple of seminars coming up, so just click the link in my bio. We'll be in New Orleans in a couple of weeks. There's a lot of great deals in New Orleans. We'll be in Chicago. Uh, I know there's a lot of violence in Chicago, but there's also a lot of great properties out there as well. So if you guys want to put your guns down and start investing into your own community so you can actually be out there really, you know, Really out there on the blocks that you really own. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. be out there as well. And L.A. and Charlotte. So hopefully we'll see you guys soon. Why don't you start to put the guns down, put your butt up um, initiative? What does butt have to do with anything? <laughs> what, what does butt guns have to do down, with anything? Butt up. What, what, does, what does butt have to do with I just think that's dope. I think that'll keep people off the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just can't with him. Yeah, just, It was serious here. And he just, everything, no, come everything on now. comes let's back be, to butt. Let's be for real. <laughs> as homophobic as some of these dudes are, if there was a campaign with a bunch of men walking through the street saying, Gun, uh, guns down, butt up, <laughs> that wouldn't scare them to stay off the street. You know what? <laughs> They're like, I can't be around here no more. I'm not this thing got too wild. <laughs> it's, it's too wild out here. <laughs> They're not just shooting, but they really Ooh, shooting. Oh, my God. They shooting, shooting, shooting. <laughs> they shooting, shooting. <laughs> you know what? When we come back, positive note is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela. Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, you, you out in Detroit, right? Yes, and you know I'm out here in Detroit, so you can go to DetroitDemoDay.com and what they are doing here, Quicken Loans, it's their third annual Quicken Loans Detroit Demo Day. They're giving away over $1 million to small businesses and there's three different categories. People who are just starting their business, people who are trying to grow an established business, and people who are trying to expand nationally. So it's a great opportunity for people to actually get some grant money from Quicken Loans. And you should come on down to it because if you are a small business owner or you're thinking about getting into that, this is a great way for you to see how other people have done their businesses. Or if you're from Detroit or you live here now, you want to see what businesses are uh, things that maybe you want to be involved in, you want to patronize. It's a good way to see all of that. Just come on out and network and see this. I'm amazed. I can't wait, but I'll be hosting that tomorrow. All right, now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note for the people? Listen, man, the positive note is simply this. Uh, I want anybody out there who may be feeling like they don't want to be here no more. You know what I'm saying? You may be feeling like you're on the brink of doing something stupid. I want you to listen to me right now. Here is the test to find out whether your mission on Earth is finished. If you're alive, it isn't. Keep going. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?